Hey, it's Martine. Good morning and happy holidays. So all week, we are bringing you The Seven, a new podcast from The Washington Post, right here in your Post Reports feed. This show will bring you the news you need as you get ready to start your day. It's short, it's sweet, and it will give you the seven stories you need to know by 7 a.m. every weekday. So take a listen to this morning's episode, then please subscribe in your podcast app and make it a part of your morning routine in the new year. Here's Jeff Pierre with The Seven. Hope you enjoyed this briefing and have a great day. Buffalo's response to the deadly blizzard has come under scrutiny. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The Seven from The Washington Post. It's Thursday, December 29th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. A six-day driving ban was just lifted in Buffalo, New York. It's taken almost a week for the city to dig itself out from the winter storm that had many people trapped in their homes and running out of food. Residents and some officials say that the city wasn't prepared to handle this kind of emergency and should have done things differently. So what made this blizzard so devastating? Among other things, the historic nature of the storm, bad timing with the holidays, and not enough emergency management resources. Number two, the U.S. announced coronavirus testing rules for travelers coming from China. The requirement is that all visitors over the age of two will have to show a negative COVID test before entering the country. It's expected to go into effect on January 5th. This is happening because China is facing a wave of COVID cases after lifting its strict pandemic rules. But some experts say that this kind of requirement isn't really necessary or effective now that vaccines are widely available. Here's number three. An incoming congressman is facing an investigation in New York. We're talking about George Santos here. He's a Republican from Long Island. He pulled out a surprise victory in a key House race last month. Since then, there have been revelations that Santos made false claims about his business experience, educational background, and family ancestry. The Nassau County District Attorney announced yesterday that she's opening an investigation. But for now, Santos is set to become a member of Congress next week. Ukraine was hit by a big wave of missile attacks this morning. That's story number four. Multiple explosions were heard in the capital city of Kyiv. Ukrainian officials reported more than 100 incoming missiles. This seems to be the most intense attack on the country in nearly two weeks. You can find live updates on this story at WashingtonPost.com. Number five, another leader of the failed plot to kidnap Michigan's governor is going to jail. 47-year-old Barry Croft Jr. was sentenced to 19 and a half years in prison yesterday. He was a co-conspirator in the right-wing extremist plot to kidnap Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer. His plan was to blow up a bridge as part of a 2020 scheme to trigger a civil war. His co-conspirator, 39-year-old Adam Fox, was sentenced to 16 years earlier this week. Here's number six. 
the dog who inspired the Doge meme is seriously ill. If you've been online at all over the past decade or so, you've probably seen memes of this dog, a Japanese Shiba Inu named Kabosu. Her owner said that she was hospitalized over the weekend and diagnosed with leukemia and an inflammatory disease. Kabosu is 17 years old. And at number seven, 2022 was the year of artificial intelligence. Math and computing advances led to AI breakthroughs becoming strangely more human. We saw chatbots that can answer complex questions and text-to-image generators that create amazing art. Now, there is a fight developing over the data that feeds this software, as well as AI's potential impact on the planet. You'll probably be hearing a lot more about this in the next year. And just like that, you are all caught up. I'm Jeff Pierre. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.